And welcome to 20-somethings. I'm Tati. And I'm Brittany. This is our first intercontinental podcast episode. Um, I'm very excited to be coming in from Hawaii right now. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> coming at you in good old Georgia. But the good thing is that it's been very sunny, so... Um, I'm not in Hawaii, but you know, the sunshine has me feeling yeah. like summer vibes, which is nice. I love how Georgia decided to get sunny like as soon as I left. Love that for me. Oh, but I mean, I would rather, I would still rather be in Hawaii than be in Georgia, even if it's sunny, but. Yeah, that's true. Even though yesterday we did have like a scary moment. We had like a little flash flood warning. I don't know if you heard, like, in Maui, there was, like, a flash flood a couple days ago. I heard that there – I saw, actually – I think it was on Twitter. I saw that there was a flood on one of the islands or, like, um, it it got completely flooded. Like, there's pictures of houses, and the house – the water is at, like, the halfway mark on the house. Yeah, which is insane. That was, like, a completely different island, so I was thinking I was good, you know, GTG. I hope you can't hear these sirens in the background. (laughs) But um, I I thought I was good, but then yesterday I was, like, at this international market, you know, eating my sushi – and all, like, I was just about to, like, leave. But I was like, let me look at the rain. And all of a sudden, I get this, like, flash flood warning. And it literally says, this is a dangerous and life-threatening emergency. Oh, my God. Do not travel unless you have to evacuate. And I was like, oh, heck no. And I just started sprinting oh back to the God. hotel. Oh, my God. What the hell? I was like, I will not die here. <laughs> That's really scary. Yeah, I was actually terrified. But, like, people were laughing at me <laughs> running in the streets. But it was pouring down rain. I had to take off my shoes and, like, run. Oh, my God. Uh, it's a little traumatic moment, but I'm here. I'm there alive. you go. You made it. That's crazy, though, <laughs> that it flooded. It. Was it, is it just it flooded because it was raining so hard, or was it like the water level it was, was rising in the flood. ocean? Oh. It was supposed to flood, but like nothing happened. Just yeah. the water looks kind of gross today. It's a little brown, but oh well. we made it out alive. <laughs> yeah, as long as you guys are fine. Yeah. So, has anything interesting been happening on your end of the, this, the this post, week? I guess? Um, No, not really. Um, I've been a little emotional lately. Like I had um, definitely had an anxiety attack yesterday applying to jobs just because it's like so overwhelming trying to find a job, especially because it's like when you look on LinkedIn and you're like, oh, this sounds super cool. And then it's like, no, you need five years of experience or like they just have all these different requirements. And I'm like, don't match any of those. They love to do that intro job, but you need five years of experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like all of the cool jobs. Because like I don't know what I want to do as a career or um, just like as a job. So I click on things that look cool and I'm like, oh, this sounds so cool. And then it's a mid to senior level. <laughs> just like this sounds cool. How do I get to this point? I don't know. It's just hard because because I have no direction. I feel like I can go in any direction. And that's an overwhelming feeling for me just because it's like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like a that's like an actual like thing. Like it's like I can't remember what it's called, but it's like it's better to have like a more limited pool of things to do because it's like when you have like a wide range of things to do. In the yeah, are she I think does. They talk about that yeah. In defining decades. Yeah. When they have like a bunch of stuff to do, it's like really hard to narrow down what exactly you want to do. So sometimes it's no, exactly. Just to have, and like, like I, that's how I always wish that someone would someone could just tell me what I should do as a job or like what like career I should go into. But then I was talking to um, my old therapist and she was like, 
well, would you actually like if someone came and told you what you wanted or like what you would do as a job? Would you like actually be fine with that? And I was like, Mm, I think so. And she was like, well, I thought that in my head. I was like, yeah, I would fucking love for that to happen for someone to just. <laughs> no, because like parents do that all the time. Parents are like, you need to go to medical school. Mm-hmm. You need to be this, that and the other. I feel like in the grand scheme, when it actually happens, I feel like I could not see you liking that, especially your end. Of yeah, nature, that's what I she like said, too. Like, and in retrospect, I probably wouldn't like it. But because I don't have a job and I'm just I'm just like floating right now, I feel like I would love that. But it's just not realistic. So yeah, so basically I was just having a little bit of anxiety this week. But other than that, not much, you know, the same. I totally feel you on the anxiety thing. I literally, um, okay, we're like getting on little small tangents. But I just want to mention this last thing because I I definitely forgot this. But I also had like a big anxiety attack like a day or two ago as well. To the point where I was like, I got my like, I got a premium calm membership for meditation. (laughs) And I got a therapist (laughs) the same day because I was like, I need a moment. Like, this is too much because I just started like a new like part Mm -hmm. of my job. It's pretty stressful, like just being like a newbie and everything like that. And like, the youngest person on my team and whatnot. I'm like, ah, what do I do? (laughs) So like, I feel you. We're like on two different spectrums of anxiety. But like, Oh, I was going through it as well. Yeah, I feel that. At least you like actually like you signed up and you got a therapist and stuff. That's a step in the right direction. That's so funny though that you were just like, (laughs) I need to do this right now. I literally was like, I need help. Yeah, I literally did. I took time and I had to meditate like in that moment too. I was like, I need to meditate right now. And it actually did help. I'm doing an anxiety series on Calm right now. Definitely recommend that even though we're not. That's an app. It's called Calm. Yeah, it's super good. It's like, you there's like LeBron I'm listening to like a LeBron James one where he talks about like how he gets his mind ready for like when he's working out and whatever and stuff and then I'm also listening to like an anxiety one oh and they're like daily ones so you listen every day and you get updated that sounds really cool cool. wait I might download that that actually sounds really cool (laughs) yeah I'll send you the link but um it's kind of like headspace but that is beside the point and um, topic of today's episode, which is friends. Uh, I guess give a little background about, you know, how you feel about the friendship situation your perspective um, on it. Yeah, I think that I've always like really struggled with friendships. Like I, I think I definitely am someone who doesn't have a huge friendship or like friend circle or whatever like I don't I'm not someone who has like a bunch of people that I'm like hanging out with or hitting up all the time my circle is definitely smaller like a lot smaller it got even smaller like after college but I definitely have always craved having big friend groups and just like having a lot of different friends and I'm really envious of people who have those groups and like people who can be friends with like all these different friends like they have like three different friend groups and each friend group is like very different and they're really close with everybody in the friend group I've just never been like even in high school like even as a kid I don't think I've ever had like huge friend groups mainly because I was so shy and like I get in my head a lot and I think I've broken out of that more as I've gotten older but even then like even not being as shy as I used to be friendships are just still hard like for like making new friends is already hard and then making like a friend group or like a friend circle whatever is even harder so (laughs) so yeah that's me with friendships like small circle but like all of my friends are like great quality I don't have a big group of friends like I don't have a big circle at the moment 
I have a very small circle of friends, but I'm hoping to make more friends. Uh, if I potentially move to San Diego, I kind of like that that's like an opportunity where I don't know anybody. Because even if I were to move to Atlanta, there's still a bunch of people I know there from like college and people that I went to high school with who are moving down from UGA or like GCSU or whatever. And I still know them and I could hang out with them, but it's kind of cool to like think that I could move to a new city and meet a completely new group of people who have no idea who I am. Yeah, it's cool, but it's also insane. daunting at the same time. I feel like that would be like a great opportunity for you to like just kind of be like whoever you want. Like, I feel like that's what's exciting about like moving to new places in general is like you literally mm-hmm. can take on a whole entirely different personality, which definitely like kind of helps because like, I don't know, like, in high school and stuff, like, one thing I hated about growing up in the same area and, like, going to the same, like, school organization, like, throughout, like, just staying in the same place, was that, like, everyone knew me from elementary school through middle school through high school, so it was, like, that personality Mm -hmm. that, like, whatever I was known for, like, I could not shed that, like, that was me, and what I loved about college was that, like, I went to a college that was completely, like, separate from my high school, like, there's literally, Mm -hmm. like, two people I knew from my high school there, And I just felt so free. Like, I was my own person. I was able to make my own decisions, whatever. And also, like, just meet new people. And I feel like that really helped me, like, get out of my own box and bubble and stuff. And from that, I mean, personally, I was able to make, like, a decent amount of friends in college. Um, I kind of see where you're coming. I kind of am on your place, too, where I was, like, I definitely have, like, a decent amount of friend groups. But... For me, like, friendships in college were kind of, like, at face value a lot of times. I feel like you can mm-hmm. really, especially, like, being, like, the sorority type of lifestyle, you know, yeah. we would always get invited to parties. We'd always know about the events and whatnot. And we'd go and we'd see the people and we'd smile at them and be like, hey. But when we came back at the end of the day, like, who were your core friends that you were hanging out with? It wasn't those people. It was very small people. So it was weird how that was like that. Yeah, totally. Even though I feel like I was friends with a lot of those people, like you said, they were, it was surface value where it was like, I could still hang out with them, not in a party situation, but those hangouts were very infrequent. And also they weren't deep. Like I wasn't having, you know, a lot of very deep things about me, but those other people that I would be hanging out with maybe didn't. And that's, I mean, that could just be my fault. Cause like, I definitely think I'm a hard person to get to know because, um, you know, like I just, I definitely value my alone time. So like I have to force myself to hang out with people and like meet people and stuff. And I don't even think that's necessarily like anything to do with like, whoa, we just got dark in here. I don't think it has anything to do with- I just saw that. (laughs) I'm in a closet by the way, we didn't even mention that. (laughs) I touched, I touched my screen on FaceTime because I was like, oh dang, is my phone like dying? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Like it's dark in here. If you noticed by the way, like that there was just like a pause in the podcast, I definitely had to like relocate because I am sharing like one room with three girls in Hawaii right now. Yeah, I can't even sit. Like there's a sink in here, there's a mop to my right, there's a broom to my left. Like I am in a closet in this hotel that we're staying in. So the things I do for this podcast, that's just a side note. It's a little hot in here too, but it's fine. We're making it work. (laughs) I got my drink with me. But um, yeah, no, I I definitely feel like one thing I noticed about you, especially like when we like that, I feel like could resonate with people is that like 
a lot of times I felt like you felt like you were more awkward than you were when you were making friends. But like when I like talk to other people that I know you, they're like, oh my God, Tati's so cool. Like she's so fun. Like we love yeah. Tati. Like generally people like you when they meet you. But I feel like when on your perspective, you're like, oh my God, I was awkward and weird and X, Y, and Z. And I feel like that feeds into like you're, you know, making friendships because you're like, okay, like I'm not this yeah. like cool, fun, outgoing person. I'm this awkward and like alone time type person yeah. which to other people I don't think you're perceived like that at all no literally you saying that I had I was just thinking I was like damn I'm recording this and I'm making myself sound like the opposite of what I am I definitely struggle with my inner perception of myself and then how mm-hmm. I truly am because I think what you're saying is completely true I, I don't think I'm awkward or weird like I think in if I were to see me like from the outside I wouldn't think I was awkward or weird like at all but I think it's just like some weird inner I don't know inner I, that's, yeah yeah like that's why I feel like I struggle with friendships so much because I I know I don't struggle so much but I think that I doubt my friendships a lot like m- me being in the process of making friends because then I'm like I overanalyze everything so then I'm like I overanalyze like the conversations or like what I'm saying after the fact so then oh, I'm like, oh, that, sound, that sounded really weird. Like, I'm being super yeah. weird. I don't know if I, that sounded cool. And then that's what makes me think that, like, oh, I'm bad at making friends or, like, I'm awkward, whatever. When, like, in actuality, it's not. They probably don't even remember what the fuck I said, but I'm overanalyzing it. And then I have this, like, yeah. I'm making this perception of myself that's not true because my brain is, like, just being And then crazy. you start to act in that manner after the fact. Yeah. Well, like, I think one, like, a really weird thing about that, too, is, like, I don't know, also, like, just... For me, when I came to college, I definitely, like, was, like, ooh, I used to have this perception about myself that I was, like, I can be friends with anyone. Anyone that I, like, interact with, anyone that I see, like, I will be their friend. Like, I'm just that easygoing. I'm just that open-minded. Like, I can be friends with anyone. And, like, as I've gotten older, I've realized that, like, there isn't really as much value as I thought in just being friends with everyone. Because mm-hmm. everyone is not worthy of being your friend, even though that sounds kind of shady. Bad, no, that's, but that's true. really true. It's so true. There are some assholes out there. There are some mm-hmm. bad people out there. There are some people that want to see you fail, some people that don't even care mm-hmm. about you. And I have interacted with those friends that will smile and flash their face at you, but then, like, stab you in the back whenever they get a chance. And, like, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've seen that and I've learned to be, like, more picky with the friends that I have around me mm-hmm. because I feel like there's, there's, I know what I want in a friend, you know? You don't want someone that's going to be just telling you what you want to hear in the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think we both, like, I, or, you know, I've been around, like, a lot of manipulative yeah. type people. I've interacted I mean, I th- with some manipulators. I think that you, like, you definitely, you get in those situations because you are so easygoing. And you also are someone who I feel like is, like, you want to see, like, the best in someone. But also you're like, okay, well, I'm going to, like, keep interacting with this person until, like, they prove that they're doing something, like, wrong to me. And so you, mm-hmm. like, you make all these friends because you're so easygoing. But when, when you have, like, a bigger pool of people, then that's, the, the like, the possibility of more people being shady to you. And unfortunately, exactly. like, in the pool of people that you've interacted with in your, like, 22 years, you've met, like, especially in, like, the, in the past, like, four years, you've interacted <laughs> yeah. with, like, some very shady people. Like, way shady more shady people. people. Yeah, than I have. Like, are there people that, like, we both know? But you were closer friends with them than I was. So then, like, yeah, you're the one you're, right. you're getting hurt. And I'm just, like, witnessing it and being like, yo, this is super <laughs> fucking sketchy. But, like, it's yeah, all happening right. to you. 
Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and see what happens. Right, and I'll be like, happens and trash. I'll be like, Brittany, I feel like you know what they that thing they did to you last week was super fucked up, and you're like, yeah, but not even yeah, but like I think you do recognize it, but then also, um, well. Well, just to say this, like, I think hard. the two, I think the two people that we're also thinking of were your roommates at the same time too. So it's not like a situation where you can just leave. But yeah, you, but you do like see the best in people. So then it's just like you, you give them second chances and stuff. Or you're mad for a little bit, and then like after a while, you're like, yeah, I would hang out with them again. I think I'm a little bit more stubborn, where I'm like, like I don't want to hang out yeah. with you for like a year. But you, you definitely yeah. like forgive a lot faster, and then like we'll rehang out with them, which is a quality I admire. But it's just it can hurt you in the long run because then it's yeah. like, I think have I like they that really to changed? Extent. But then after, like, there's, I, it's usually like I draw a line. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff I'll forgive, but if there's like, it gets to a point that like there's certain things that I won't forgive, or I guess you're supposed to forgive everything. But like there's certain things where it's like, okay, once you got to that line, it's like, we're no longer going to be friends. Like, Do you think you've been like that in like, like that's a personality trait that you've developed in recent, like recently, like through college or like. Oh no, I've always been like that. I, I am, I, I'm, I like that you said that I'm pretty easy to forgive, forgive, mm-hmm. but because I feel like I ha- am usually not that easy to forgive and unless it comes to like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I probably take a lot more bullshit, but once I decide I don't like something that someone has done, it's very hard for me to like want to be their friend again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the friends that I've had in the past, like, you know, my most recent, like kind of big friend breakoff, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Um, I have no desire to be, to be friends with those girls anymore. And like, that's just me. And like, a lot, I know, like I've seen a lot on TikTok, people are like, oh, friendship breakups are worse than relationship breakups. And I so far don't agree with that. I like the friendship breakups that I've had every single one that I've had I feel like was justifiable and like I do not miss those people whatsoever but do you think very cutthroat of me I feel like (laughs) yeah I mean yeah for sure but at the same time though like if they treated you super shitty then like I would be cutthroat too because like why would you want that but do you think that you don't miss those people or they were easy breakoffs because maybe you weren't as close as you thought to begin with like maybe your friendship wasn't like yeah, as meaningful or deep. Yeah, I definitely think that's Yeah, I think the one that the one that we're thinking of. Remember how we said that like after the friendship broke off, we were like, I don't even think that friendship was deep in the first place because she was very agreeable and like kind of just went along with like whatever the friends would yeah. do and didn't have her own yeah. opinion. So it's like, and this was even, a friend I had for four years. So you think yeah. right now, like you know, like we'd we'd be pretty deep, but like I could never like know truly what was going on in this girl's like mind. And for me, that's like not a friend. So like I remember there's times when she'd be like, "Oh yeah, we're like best friends," and I'd be like, "Are we best friends?" Yeah, and yeah, you I've I you have literally said that same thing about that girl before, <laughs> and it kind of just yeah. proves that like the amount of time like however long that you've been friends is no indicator of how deep a relationship is because you can you were mm-hmm. friends with that girl for four years you can be friends with someone for a really long time and your friendship still not be nearly as deep as someone that you've recently become friends with and yeah like you know what I mean and have a deeper friendship yeah. with I kind of feel like like what you're saying with friendship like break like breakups or whatever they do kind of suck I don't know I think I miss them more after the fact because like the bad friendship breakup that I had um in 2018 you know the one that I'm thinking of um like I was super mad to begin mm. with and like do you know do you know which one I'm thinking of no Give the me one that I lived context. with we're both friends with her the one or we were both friends with her the one that I lived with you know who I'm talking about oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um so when that friendship breakup first happened 
I did not give a flying fuck because I felt like that girl did me so wrong and like did me so dirty. Like I did not care at all. But I think it's been like three years now. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really care that much. And like I do like miss the friend. I definitely miss the friend. But at the same time, it's like it's like I'm kind like it's almost where it's like it's so long now that it's like we would be strangers to each other. Yeah, like I know I got over it. I got over it a while ago. Like it's whatever. Like I accepted like the situation for what it was. And I think that if you talk to that girl, like we would see the situations very differently, which is just what happens. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like I could be the villain to her. Maybe she's the villain to me. But I don't know. Like in that moment, it like it was just so bad that I did not give a fuck. But I kind of care. I care I think, like now, like I'm like, oh, dang, maybe like yeah. going back in time, like maybe I should have been more forgiving and like the friendship could have been saved and like it wouldn't be like we wouldn't be strangers now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like in those situations and if you guys are like curious what the heck we're talking about, because we are kind of like ambiguous, little, like <laughs> dropping hits and like being very vague. These stories are definitely going to be in like our roommates podcast because these all were people that we were roommates with at some point. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll like mention these situations a little bit more in depth in that podcast, which will be coming up soon. But just keeping it vague for now. I definitely see where you're coming from. I think like with that friendship, it was a little bit different than the ones that I dropped recently. So I can see like why like later on, you're like, dang, that was like a long-term friend that I had. And like, now mm-hmm. I don't interact with her as much anymore. But I think like, you know, especially since like I'm still her friend, I feel like you guys might come back around. But at that point, like, you know, you might be like in San Francisco, San Diego or whatnot and like, you know, moving on mm-hmm. with your life. But I, I definitely could see that friendship being one that, eventually gets rekindled maybe yeah yeah well, that's but like that's I think I that's a good segue into like how do you realize that your friend is being toxic to you because mm-hmm. like yeah in that situation in that situation that it was very clear that um the situation had turned toxic like that was a very clear situation but I feel like sometimes people stay with friends that are toxic to them because either they're like they aren't realizing how toxic they are or they just don't know how to let go of a toxic friend. Okay, we're back. Um, Brittany relocated again. Yeah, so I'm not as sweaty anymore. (laughs) Okay, but let's see. Before we left, we were um, talking about how do you know if you have a toxic friend? How do you know? Well, I, for me, like, it's taken me time to kind of realize, because um, I, I think I've told you this before, but I feel like you were, like, my first genuine friend that I had that wasn't, like, a bad friend. Mm-hmm. Like, pro- I don't know about ever, maybe ever, but at least in a long time, when I got to college, I felt like the friend group that I had left, which I kind of mentioned a lot, like, especially my freshman year, the friend group that I had in high school was, like, a group of, like, six or seven girls. We all lived, like, very close to each other. We all were in our own world, completely separate from our school. We all went to the same school, but like we were in different grades, but we were just like a group of girls. And I used to hang out with them every day, every single day, like that was a thing. But, you know, just cause I hung out with them every day did not mean that they were the best friends ever. They were kind of shady to me. They would talk behind my back sometimes. Um, one girl would steal from me, like, you know, stole random things from me and like, because they were just so ingrained in my life, like I'm talking like 10 years of friendship with these girls, I kind of just like let it go and like didn't really think much about it and like still went to be friends with them because we had all these good times together. But it was just kind of like, you know, 
friends don't do that to you. You know, close friends don't mm-hmm. do that to you. So when I got to college, like, you were definitely one of my first friends that I had because we were roommates as well as, like, all of our other roommates. But me and you got closest and me and my roommate that I lived in the room with got closest too. But we got in so many fights that it kind of was, like, a weird closeness. Mm-hmm. So you – and also I felt like you were just, like, a, a lot more genuine friend to me because – when I realized, like, things like, you know, you started sorority a year before me, joined this, we joined the same sorority that you joined a year <laughs> yes, before. And I, like, didn't really have as many friends as you because you, you know, were starting sorority, you had all these connections, but you always yeah. made sure to, like, invite me to things. You always made sure to, like, you know, see what I'm up to. I always mm-hmm. felt like you had, like, my back. And, like, I noticed that even freshman year. I was like, okay, I don't feel like my old friends would have done this for me, would have been so like you know what are you up to and it probably was also because you wanted a friend there too but I just felt like very like I felt like there was definitely a different vibe and I noted that as like oh this is like an actual good friend and Mm -hmm. from there on like I met other people that I thought were also good friends and then I started to recognize how bad my old friends were you know all around you know your friends should not Mm -hmm. be like one thing like me and my old friends would always joke about was like how um we would talk behind each other's backs but it was okay because we'd always end up saying it to each other's face at some point wait you would you would um like joke about it just like like in front of each other like what do you mean like you and you and this one girl would talk shit about like girl b and then Mm -hmm. later and like it would be funny and then later on you would actually just tell the girl like is that what what yeah Yeah, yeah. What? That's, exactly that's so it. mean. And yeah, and we'd be like, oh, it's fine, because, like, you know, as long as we tell them, it's fine, like, you know, to say this. And, like, it wasn't fine. It was never fine. Yeah. So yeah. it was just, like, a weird dynamic in general. And, mm-hmm. like, I didn't realize. I mean, there were moments when I was like, okay, this is kind of like, why are we doing this? I feel like toxic friends yes. are kind of complicated because it's <laughs> stuff like that where I'm sure, like, that's, like, a fucked up thing for friends to do. You don't want your friend to talk shit about you like there's a difference between talking about a situation that might have upset you um that another friend did you're talking like you're all in a big friend group and you tell another girl like a situation that one of the other friends did that upset you there's a difference between that and being like this girl's so fucking annoying blah 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 blah. you know what i mean that's why toxic friendships are so hard is because even though there's moments Mm -hmm. where you probably feel super shitty like there's also good moments too so then it's like hard to determine whether or not the bad or good moments are outweighing each other because like even though that probably made you feel so bad you probably did have other good moments with those girls but then it like comes to a certain point especially like as you Mm -hmm. get older and you mature that you have to determine whether or not like this person or these groups of people Mm -hmm. are actually like benefiting you like if you are feeling shittier after you hang out or you're like realizing that you're having more bad times than good times why would you want to keep that energy around you because like even like I feel like you like, especially, you know, after you've gone through a toxic friendship and then you cut that person out and you, like, move on. It's crazy exactly. the difference that that energy has, like, on your life as a whole, like, what, compared to when you don't have that person in your life. Because when my friendship turned, like, turned bad and toxic or whatever, the energy, especially, I mean, probably especially because mm-hmm. we lived with each other too, but, like, the energy was, like, so, like, thick and, like, negative that it was just, like, I can't, like yeah it's hard to ignore and like it's like it brings you down because then it's like you can't even like escape it so it's just it's hard i don't know it's hard to determine when you're when your friends are negative or toxic negative whatever but Mm -hmm. like i I think the best way to know is that like if your bad times are outweighing your good times or you're in a situation and feeling like shit then that's probably a friendship you need to cut out yeah 
I feel like another like weird thing about friends that mm-hmm. I've kind of noticed is like how the friends that you have around you affect your lifestyle in general. Because for me, even now, I feel like I have like a friend group and my friend group right now is kind of like shifting and changing as yeah. I like, get out of college and start my work <laughs> life and like I'm meeting new friends. Like I'm on a trip right now with people that I didn't even know like two months ago. So um, like, so my friend groups are definitely changing right now and like shifting, but I think I've learned more now than ever mm-hmm. how important it is to have people in your life that are a reflection of what you like actually like and want to be like. Kind of, you know, it's kind of hard to find friends all the time that, you know, have their life together, have their shit together. And it's not just that, but it's like, what is their mentality? You know, what is their thought process on life? Mm -hmm. How do they make you feel? How do they treat you? All those things, like, they're super important to keep in mind when you're finding a friend. Because for me now, I'm like, even when I'm like making all these new friends, like, as you know, uh, in January, I had like a trip and this girl that I had the trip with, I wasn't close with. And, you know, we had a confrontation, like, maybe within the second day of us hanging out. This is our first time really hanging out, and we had a confrontation right away. And I was willing to leave that trip because I was like, you know what? You're not someone that I could see myself being friends with at this point. Like, like, she had said something to me that offended me, and, like, it just made me, like, feel a type of way. And I'm like, you know, I don't, like, this is already enough for me. Like, this is enough to show me that, like, we probably won't be good friends. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need this energy in my life. And, like she got removed from the situation we ended up having an amazing trip like an amazing trip after that so it just goes to show like how like someone negative can like i feel like if she was in that trip still throughout like it would have been a negative experience day two and we were at already it, having yeah problems. if she's as already, soon as she left you, we had no problems exactly <laughs> like if it's day two and she's already having or like impacting you guys so negatively you the rest of your trip would have been so shitty like yeah i remember because you went on that trip like around my birthday time and i remember we facetimed and you were like you won't like you had like a whole book of the amount of shit that had gone down within like <laughs> yeah. two to three days so like imagine you were gone for what like three weeks like imagine if she was mm-hmm. there the entire or three weeks like I'm sure yeah. I'm sure like you would have had fun experiences but the trip overall would have been negative like it would not have been yeah. but going back I really like what you said about how like the friendships that you're making now you're keeping in mind the things that you value out of life and like you're looking for friends who value the same thing or similar things because I found an article earlier that was saying how as you become an adult you need to look for friends who have similar values as you if you want to keep those friends in the long term because in college like a lot of the time you keep and like you make and keep friends around like partying like generally like Mm -hmm. I mean I'm sure people make friends like that or long lasting or whatever but I feel like you have a larger friend group in college because like it's easier to like you all go out you all do whatever but then as you're Mm -hmm. like leaving college and you're getting a job or you're doing whatever you're doing your people are in different spaces like I'm here Mm -hmm. like I have I could have a friend that lives in California and is working there like how are me and this friend gonna keep in touch if the thing that like united us the most is not there anymore yeah you know what I mean and and even those type of friends it's like do you even know what this person likes besides partying because like I feel like especially like going back to like how we'd always get invited to those like fat parties and whatnot mm-hmm. i would like go and like i would totally interact with like a bunch of people at those parties but at the end of the day if you asked me what i knew about them i couldn't tell you shit i couldn't yeah. tell you or shit i could, I I could tell you the things people. like the little small talk that i learned like the things that i would yeah. learn like i'd be like oh so like how's school going like stuff like that mm-hmm. but it was never like deep things yeah. I mean that's not and that's not even saying that like you necessarily like every friendship has to be like the deepest friendship you've ever had but i think 
as you get older, it's undeniable It's undeniable that it's harder to make friends as you get older mm-hmm. because we're not in college. We're not in this space where it's, like, it's, like, so, like, friendships are so plentiful. Like, it's easy to make friends and it's easier yeah. to just, like, see, a, like, a massive group of people our age. And it's just, like, I think as you get older, it's just, like, the friendships that you keep and are more likely to keep are the friendships where you go deep. Because, like, I'm not going to... I'm not likely to hit up someone that, like, it's, like, we hang, like, it, I don't know, like, the friend, like, where I have to put in more effort to, like, get to know you. I don't know. I don't know if that's making sense. Yeah. But, like. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, I feel like the, it, you see a, a starking difference in, like, mm-hmm. friends that, like, you make, because I have friends like that, friends that, like, you know, I've had for a while that, like, when I hang out with them, I'm like, okay, what is our interest now? Like, you know, like, as we change and, like, we try to, like, connect on those new interests. And, um, you know, I had this problem with a friend recently where I felt like our interests had shift. I felt like we weren't on the same page anymore. I felt like I had, like, I have these different, like, you know, I'm trying to do the stuff in my job and, like, my life and, like, this podcast. And, like, I just have all these business ideas that I want to do as well. Like, you know, life ideas. And, like, I like to surf. I like to do, like, all these activities and stuff. And I'm like, okay, like, I have all these interests. And I really want people that kind of align with those interests because, then, you know, it kind of, it's just, like, nice to have, you know? It's nice to be mm-hmm. able to talk to people about those things. Nice to go do those things. Like, when we went to California, we were surfed together. And I'm like, how fun. Like, I have yeah. a friend that's willing to go surf with me, you know? Like, and even here, like, the friends that I've made. And um, even with, like, this friend that I'm talking about, like, you know, we kind of had a discussion about that. And, like, I, I came to realize what, like, we connected on most was, like, our love for activities. Like, we love to go do random things together. And, like, that, I mean, that really strengthens our friendship more than when we go out to eat and we're just kind of, like, talking about, like, okay, I'm going to put her on spot, but we're talking about, like, our boy problems all the time. I'm like, okay, I'm tired of talking about boy problems. Like, this is not something that's interesting to me. I just got out of a relationship. I don't care to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I kind of was losing her for a second there because I'm like, our, our interests aren't aligning anymore and I don't know what to talk about anymore. Yeah. So it was very, that's, like, I feel like it, that also kind of aligns with, like, I don't know, like just growing older, because I feel like when I was younger, I definitely would have been like more willing to just kind of blabber on and on about like boys forever and hours and hours. And he's cute, he's cute. But like now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, how's your friend chest? So our friendship is shifting. And like, how are we going to make this work now that like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Like I, yeah. I just went through a breakup and like, we were able to do that. Like we were able to resolve that. But like, that's something I've just recently gone through. And, like, it's just it's just great to have, like, you know, when you do have a connection with your friend that's, like, you you guys just, like, get each other. I don't know. Yeah. So I, that's, that's why I feel like with you, like, I feel like we have always been able to kind of go off on tangents about whatever and, like, be, like, able to – I feel like we have a lot of similar interests mm-hmm. in general. Sure. But, you know, we have our differences and whatnot that make us unique and whatnot. Yeah, but, I totally – no, I totally yeah. agree. I think that, like – I think that our friendship has lasted because I don't know, like even though even though we change a lot, we still have something that just like keeps us as friends because we don't like we don't hang out every single day. Like we've other than our freshman year of college, we like don't hang out every single day. And like we might go like a few weeks between hanging out with each other. But when we do it, like it feels like nothing has changed. Like it's a very easy friendship to keep up with. I'm not really sure why that is. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like we have anything in particular. I can always like, just like... Oh, yeah, we both play volleyball <laughs> together. Like, what up, Brittany? <laughs> I'm like, Amy, what's friendship. up? 
Have you I think it's also because we both like to talk about like a bunch of random stuff. We love talking yeah. about a bunch of random topics. Yeah. So it keeps us going. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Have you um, ever used Bumble BFF or like mm. met someone on Bumble BFF? I've used Bumble BFF, but I've not met someone on Bumble BFF. Same. The girl that I'm with right now, um, that I'm on this trip with right now, she actually like just went through a breakup. And right before she came to this trip, she met like a bunch of girls on Bumble BFF. And, like, she, like, has, like, all these experiences with them. Actually, one of the girls just happened to go to our school, so that's, like... Really? Wait, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, she, like, met her in, in Chicago, and, like, now she has, like, this new, like, group of, like, seven girls that, like, she hangs out oh with. Oh, my God, that's And amazing. she said that she, like, met them on Bumble BFF, and then they were connected to other groups that were also on Bumble BFF, so it made, like, uh-huh. one large group of Bumble BFFers, which I'm like, I want that. Oh, my God, wait, I'm so jealous. I want that, because I've gone on Same. Bumble BFF. But I've gone on it when I've been in Gwinnett, so it's, like, not the best because it's people – it's not just in, like, Atlanta, so it'll be people in, like, uh, like in Marietta or in, like, Kennesaw. So it's, like, very, like, far in between. And so it's, like – and the age – I mean, maybe I need to just, like, fix my settings, but, like, the ages are very – like, I'm, I'm down to be friends with, like, a 46-year-old, but, like, I don't know how to, like, start that interaction. Why do you have to but, be friends with a 46-year-old? <laughs> Why what? What about the people are, why, why 46 year old? Because I don't think, no, I'm just saying that because I don't think I changed, I fixed my, I didn't fix my settings, so my age oh, range okay. is like very, oh, <laughs> my age yeah, range wait, is like, it's, it's like, the, like the least amount of age or whatever, like 18 to like 60 plus, whatever, I, did, oh, I just didn't okay. change it, I just didn't change it, I have to change it, but, um, I think it'd be interesting to like do like a Bumble BFF like duo, like maybe me and you could go on like a double, oh my God, like around wait, double Let's do that when you come back. No, wait, I, I love that yeah. idea. Let's do that when you come back. That would be so Maybe fun. we could do, yeah, update the people on like what happens with that. <laughs> Dude, let's do it. You pick yeah. a girl, I pick a girl. Let's do it. I feel like I would be even more, because yeah. oh, when I was on Tinder, like before I got a boyfriend, I, I would, I'm such a, probably a little bitch for this. Like I would (laughs) make plans with people and then I wouldn't show up because I'd get too scared. Uh, I do that all the time. I would be, I I would be like way too scared to actually meet up with people. So I'd be like flirting and like doing whatever. And then the time would come where they'd be like, oh, okay, do you want to meet up? And I would ghost them because I'd be like, I can't That's like a joke. That's literally like a joke on TikTok where they're like, as soon as like you're talking to someone, you're like, hee hee, it's so great. And then as soon as they're like, when are we hanging out? You're like, bye, I'm out. Yeah, you're just, you disappear. And that's literally me. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. Hey, but I feel, I feel like I would force myself to show up for like a, a friendship date. But I would be, I would be even more nervous than a Tinder date. Cause it's not like, this is yeah. like, cause at least with like a Tinder date, you don't actually have to like continue Bumble I mean I guess with like a, like yeah with like a friendship one you wouldn't have to continue either but it's just like this is someone that you're like wanting to be friends someone to like actually like you other than like the like other than fucking because like not that t- people go on tinder dates just like just yeah. to I fuck like the but tinder like, date would stress me out more because I feel like it's really? easier for me to like make friends just kind of like casually oh no I would be more like, nervous be with like, friends hey he he like talk about whatever random shit I'm not trying to look cute or whatever like if I'm on a tender date I'm like trying to look cute trying to be nice trying oh God, to no. seem well-rounded all these things at the same time no like, I feel like that I feel like the I feel like I would feel like that for a friendship date like I would just want the girl to like me so much I'd be like you, fucking, <laughs> you seem so cool like if I'm gonna hang out with you like you probably already seem so cool so I'd be like when I would be intimidated too I'd be like oh my god I hope this girl likes me like I need to make sure <laughs> I look good I need to make sure I'm like having the right conversations and like just being friendly and stuff I would just feel so much more nervous for a friendship one than I would for a tinder one but even but I never even went on a tinder date so it's like who knows I could like yeah 
like, I'd I be feel fine. like you, that just goes along with, the, like, you feeling awkward, but you actually, like, I think you come off better than I do, honestly, like, when meeting someone for the first time, just, like, actually seeing us both have, like, in, like meeting people for the first time, mm-hmm. like, you seem very, like, chill, easygoing, no problems, and if you are awkward or uncomfortable, I never, like, can tell with you, you'll be like, yeah, that was weird, but, like, I can never tell, <laughs> but, like, yeah. I'm always but for just, me, I feel like I can't hide it. No, I'm always very, like, Oh, okay, okay, cool. That's it. I'm like, I fucking hated that. Like, yeah, I'm like, me too. <laughs> because I hate when it feels awkward. So then when it feels awkward, like, even when, um, what's the situation I was in? Oh, I was at like, um, my friend Maddie in Tennessee. She has like a super cool new, she's in nursing school. So she has like a super cool, uh, friend group. It's like, I think it's like six or seven girls plus her boy cousin, which I love. And they Aww. had like a Friendsgiving and I went to it. And we were all just, like, eating the Friendsgiving dinner, and everyone was silent because they were eating. But, like, because I was new to the group and I didn't know anyone, I hated the silence of it. So I was, like, eating, and I'm like, so what's everybody's favorite Thanksgiving meal or, like, a side or whatever? Like, asking, like, the dumbest questions because, like, I hated, like, the feeling of it being awkward. So, like, I talk more to, yeah. to oh, no. like, I fill in the that. awkwardness. I am the same way because I definitely have, like, some social anxiety. And, like, Same, one of my for sure. biggest things that will set off my social anxiety is if we're sitting in silence, I cannot take silence Same. in, like, social settings. I'm, like, literally, I will I will, I will, put on a show. I will perform <laughs> right now just so it's not quiet. Like, yeah. I'll put on a performance. Like, I do not want the silence. Especially if it's, like, only two people. Like, if it's a one-on-one, like, me and someone else, and mm-hmm. I can tell that there's about to be a silence, I will keep, I'll keep speaking. Keep, oh, yeah. Which I think to other people comes off as, like, oh, she's super extroverted and friendly. But, like, no, I'm trying to avoid any type of awkward silence that yeah. could potentially come. Yeah, I definitely have social, I think, yeah, I have social anxiety too, which is why I think I overthink my interactions because, like, because of my social anxiety. It gets really bad when I'm in groups where everybody else knows each other and I don't know anyone. Or, like, maybe it's, like, the majority of people know each other and I don't because then it's, like, everybody else is, like, having easygoing conversations and I'm the one that's, like, I don't know a single person here. And I feel like I have to go into overdrive to, like, make up for the fact that I don't know anyone. So then I'm, like, Mm -hmm. so then I'm just, like, I just shut down because I'm, like, "Ah, never mind. I'm just not going to talk. I'm just going to, like, talk to the one person I know here. Yeah, but but then you, like, seem closed off because you're, like, oh, I'm only talking to this one person. Yes, exactly. And and then then I start getting weird. And then I overthink that because I'm, like, god damn it. I'm, like, god damn it. I'm silent. Dude, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm why saying. I have therapy. <laughs> exactly. That's why I need to talk to a therapist. I have that's ever been literally on... what I put in my therapy bio. I was like, I have social anxiety and I want it to be fixed. <laughs> Wait, for your therapy, what did you go on? Are you on? Um, um I'm on BetterHelp. I just started it. BetterHelp. So. Okay. Because yeah. I, I was when I was in California, I was thinking about doing, uh, is Talkspace? Well, I think that's the other one. Talkspace. Yeah. I was gonna do that. But I like and didn't end up doing it. So now I go I go on psychology or psych I think it's called psychology.com or like psychology today or something like that. And you can look up the therapists in your area. And I have like like six or seven tabs open with potential therapists and I like send them to my mom and I'm like, what do you think of this girl? <laughs> like I'm like, does she seem cool? So I'm just like try I'm asking my mom's opinion on my therapist and like my boyfriend too. I'm like, what do you think of this chick? Like, do you think she would be yeah, a good the therapist? The downside of BetterHelp is like they just kind of assign me one. Like I just got assigned one yesterday and I was reading her profile and I was like, okay, I dig her, but like 
I'm I'm not sold on her, and like she can't meet with me this week, so I'm like, okay, like I'll meet with you next week. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm very intrigued to see how our first meeting is gonna be because I'm like, I don't know how I feel about her yet. Do you? She's a social call? worker. I'm like, how are you gonna help me? She's I'm a not, social I, yeah, worker. I'm like, I'm not a child. Well, she she's a licensed social worker too, so I was like, that's weird. But oh, I mean, okay. she does therapy too. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'm intrigued to see how this dynamic is gonna be. I'm like, also, I have not been in therapy so long. I'm like, what do I do? Spill all my all my insides out to her? All like, your teeth. <laughs> yeah. No, that's how I feel like every – because I've had – in the past three years, I've had um, two therapists of almost three because I'm about to start another one. Um, and every time it's like, – it definitely is draining to f- have a new therapist because you kind of have to, like, go over all the shit that in your life that, like, every, anything you've ever gone through, you kind of have to, like, go over all over again. But the best advice I recently got about a therapist is that, which kind of relates to friendships, it's a relationship. So you have to put an effort. Like, you can't just go to, like, two or three sessions and then just be like, okay, I don't like them. Because, like, even with friendships, like, you have to build, like, a good friendship or a relationship. You have to put in the effort. And it's like that with therapy, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just, like, determine. I mean, maybe some people can. But, like, I, I feel like you can't really determine whether or not this therapist is good for you based off of a few interactions. Like, you have to put in the work yeah. and, like, see whether or not they're good for you. And, like, in the long run, if, like, maybe the therapist isn't giving you the best advice or you're just not connecting, then that's fine. But, like, as long as you put in the work, then, like, you don't have anything to feel bad about. And it's kind of like that with friendships, too. Like, that you kinda, really have to put in yeah, the work. Yeah, that, that kind of uh, reminded me of also, like, putting in the work with friends mm-hmm. in general and, like, messaging like instagram mm-hmm. messaging snapchat messaging like all that stuff because that's like another whole topic of friendship is like okay like i see that a lot on tiktok too where they're like uh oh, you guys like or like you guys send your friends messages and like they actually look at them like my friends don't even look at mine or whatever mm-hmm. like my tiktoks that i send them and stuff like that and like kind of that dynamic of like oh like you're friends with someone like you can't just like be friends with them like only see them when you guys hang out like you have to constantly be like kind of like lightly chatting them or Mm -hmm. lightly commenting on their stuff you know like keeping in check with them and like that's kind of like I feel like how society has made it now where it's like it's kind of like expected that you are constantly probing them almost and like vice versa which I'm okay like what I do that with my friends and my friends do that with me but sometimes that also gives me social anxiety because I'm like oh does it uh yeah it does because I'm like uh, if I like like for example like I'll get like friends that like want to like I mean which is not weird but like I mean like I have friends that like will randomly FaceTime me like kind of like out of the blue which is like fine most times but like sometimes I'm like feeling a little bit more anxious mm-hmm. when that happens and I'm like I don't want to talk I feel like that's like a thing that I don't really hear people talk about as much is like kind of that dynamic of interacting like messaging and like keeping up with friends because I've even had friends call me out and be like oh like you don't message me enough like we don't talk enough we don't snapchat enough we don't blink enough like you know you don't care about me as a friend and I'm like I do care about you as a friend like I'm just in my own other world when I'm yeah. on my own you know yeah type vibes I mean and I feel like with us like we don't really do that yeah. as much like we kind of are on our in our own world when we're yeah but you like, like, we do snapchat and no we do and snapchat stuff. and stuff but like I be, I I mean we've been friends for like five years now so like I just know that about you and like mm-hmm. you've told me that before that like you you take a few days to respond I'm like that too I just it's not even that like I'm just a bad texter so like I just won't look at my phone or like I'll see that you text me and then I won't I'll like look I like will forget to respond to it and like you're okay with that and I'm okay with that but some people need like a lot more interaction and I can see why you would get Mm -hmm. anxiety over that because it's like 
you you probably feel like there's times where you don't want to respond like there's days where you don't want to interact with people so then like if someone constantly needs your interaction then it's hard for you but like I think when you're making a new friend or like you're trying to build a relationship you you just kind of have to like let them know just be like suck it up yeah or not not even suck it up just be like hey like sometimes it takes me a few days to respond like hope that's cool you know what I mean like it doesn't as long as you're open about it yeah I think I've recently learned yeah because like I definitely feel you on like when Mm -hmm. you're building a relationship I actually saw a a TikTok about that where this girl is like so you just met a really cool girl and you want to start being friends like you should wait a few days and then like just send them a message that regarding something that you talked about in your conversation and that's how you have to build friendships is like slowly hitting yeah. up people. You have to put yourself out there sometimes. And it's hard with the social anxiety, but I, I think we're both, like, able, like we don't let that, mm-hmm. like, define us. You know, we definitely, like, know how to be, like, out there when we need to be and, you know, step up when we need to, which is good. Yeah. have that balance. <laughs> a little spice, <laughs> a little sure. sugar and spice. Okay, so do we want to get into our question, comments, and concerns? Sure. So, we have some question, comments, and concerns. Now, I will let everyone know that this is not a question from someone who listened to the podcast. This is a question I got off of Reddit because we don't have any questions yet because we are pre-recording this. But if you do have any question, questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at 20somethingsquestions. That's 20somethingsquestions at gmail.com. Let me double check that actually. I say that and now I'm It's okay. You can check it later. Okay, yeah. I I think that's it. Don't get Yeah, don't get mad at me if that's wrong. <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> I like right as okay. I was saying that, I was like, "Fuck, I don't think I know what the email is." Um, do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Um, I'll read it. So, okay. Okay. So, this is the question we have. How times other <laughs> What? Okay, sorry. <laughs> nope. <Sorry. laughs> Okay, here we go, here we go. It's like class all over again in high school and you have to read out loud to the class. I recently noticed that all of my friends have other people that they tell everything to, do everything with, and are close to. I don't really have anyone that I'm close with to tell everything to, and it kind of hurts. I do have friends, but only in group settings. These people I don't really hang out with outside of the group. Everyone seems to have a best friend and I don't. I kind of have... I kind of am just on my own and I feel like I go in and go out of friendships and I never am really staying. It's also really confusing because at one moment I feel like I have a lot of friends and then the next I'm very lonely. It honestly feels like shit and I can't really complain because I do have friends, but they just don't really check up on me outside of the friend circle or talk to me and I don't know what to do. So yeah, that was the question. <laughs> a um, yeah, I think that that kind of falls into the category of toxic friends yes it's I think that it's not like overtly toxic where they're like saying bad things about you or being rude to you or anything but they're not checking up on you like your friends aren't like what friend would I okay my friends don't have to check up on me 24 7 but in the moments that matter there are I like my true friends are always there for me and I feel like if you if your friends aren't doing that for you, are they actually a good friend? I hold my friends to the standard that I treat them as a friend. So if Mm. I do like X, Y, and Z for you, and you know I'm there for you in certain moments, I expect my friends to do that to me too, because I don't want friends that do that to me where they don't check up on me or they don't like, I feel very lonely with them because they don't like 
want they don't like try to hang out with me or whatever so if like your friend isn't doing that like if you treat your friends that way and they're not treating you the same why would you want that as a friend and to that point are you treating your friends the way that you want to be treated that's like definitely a Mm -hmm. step one like are you there for your friends in those moments that you know they need you to be there and if you are there and you are trying to be your best friend and you don't feel like that's being reciprocated then that's a good sign that you need some new friends because everyone is not worthy of being your friend like I said earlier. yeah everyone yeah. will not give you what you need everyone will not treat always treat you the way you deserve to be treated and that's totally just a part of life that you just gotta learn about and realize when you need to drop a friend group you know I've had that same experience I my junior year of college or high school had to drop my all all my main friends I dropped all of them and then I went to California for two months and I came back and I was a new bitch entirely and I made a new group of friends. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it worked out. It actually like worked out perfectly. Like I'm I didn't stress at all about it. But like, you know, that stuff happens. Sometimes you just gotta drop the friends that aren't treating you the way that you deserve to be treated. And it's sad, but it's honestly better to be alone and focus on yourself and your own thoughts and your own growth and vibe with yourself than have a bunch of people that don't really care about you in your life. <laughs> yeah, I told I honestly totally agree with what you just said. Like I would yeah. much rather be alone than have half-assed friendships or have people who like only want to hang out with me. Yeah, that yeah, you can't or trust. Like count on. Like could you imagine yeah. that? Like Yeah. I can't ask you like if I feel like if I needed something or if you needed something, I would hope that you'd think that you could ask me whatever you need. Like Yeah, you, for sure. Like, I know I know? could. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I like when I had my breakup and I was randomly flew back home to Atlanta, <laughs> yeah. Tati messaged me and said, "Do you need someone to pick you up from the airport?" I was super sweet, and like a couple other friends messaged me that stuff too. And I'm like, okay, these are my friends. Like these are the yeah. people that deserve to be in my life. Not someone that's gonna leave you hanging, not check on you ever, like not care about you know what's going on in your life. Another thing that I noticed too, like some friends that like. If you're talking to them and they're not listening to what you have to say, like that's kind of oh my god, that's my biggest pet peeve. (laughs) I hate when I tell when I tell friends things and they don't remember because I like I remember pretty much everything my friends tell me. Like I mean, I also Mm -hmm. I feel like I have like a pretty good memory, but even then, like I pay my friends a lot of attention and I feel like I usually can remember like anything they tell me, any small story I'll usually remember. I hate when. I tell a friend something and they don't remember or if I'm like trying to have a conversation with my friend and they're on their phone the whole time or like I'm hanging out yeah. with my friend and they're on their phone the whole time. It's so annoying. It's my biggest pet peeve. It's like, why am I even here then? Like, I might exactly. as well go fucking home. Like, exactly. Like, why are we yeah. hanging out? So yeah. to this point, I think that at this point, it's just time to lay these friends to rest. That's not really yeah. that, but just like no, no, I totally agree. Like, <laughs> I would rather I can I feel this person because it does suck to feel like you don't have any friends oh. and like it does suck to feel lonely. But I would rather be by myself and grow than have a bunch of friends and feel alone the entire time because mm-hmm. you don't think your friend because your friendships aren't meaningful because your friend you feel like you're not getting anything out of that friendship. Like because spend that time the- alone. All that time you're spending hanging out with them when you are hanging out with them, like putting in your energy towards them when you are putting your energy towards them, could be energy and time that you're spending on yourself or on a new mm-hmm. friend group that you find after exactly. you, know, you leave from this old friend group. You, you're probably holding yourself back from this amazing friend group. Like I, if I had like kept with the shitty friend group I had, you know, my junior year and I had just decided after this like situation happened to like just still try to be friends with them or whatever. 
I mean, I could have been friends with them, but honestly, the friends that I found after leaving this friend group and being alone to myself for a while was like revolutionary for my life. Like literally changed mm-hmm. the game for me. All these people I'm still friends with now and all those other people are not anywhere on my level anymore, you know? And so like, yeah. you just don't even know what's ahead of you. You don't know what's ahead of you, what other friends are coming your way. So just leave the people that are treating you like trash and move on to the next. There's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> exactly. Throw them in the dumpster, move on. But I totally move agree. Move on the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So okay. I hope that was a good first question. You know, we're hoping yeah. to get some more soon. Um, I think we're ready to move on to our outro. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, We really appreciate it. We hope you like this episode. Again, if you want to hear anything from us, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you have a topic you want us to talk about, just email us. And I guess we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.